0: Hey there, I'm Melanie Reed, and this is The HR Mentor. I want you to take a little trip with me today, a trip down memory lane to the first five years of your life. You probably don't remember many specifics from that time, but without even knowing you personally, I'm guessing that during these five years, you learned a lot. You learned how to walk, to talk, get dressed, feed yourself, and probably draw a basic image on a piece of paper. You also learned social cues and started to figure out how to regulate your own emotions all before you were five years old. It's amazing really. You were a beginner at everything and incredibly curious as you started to navigate your world. Now think back over the last five years of your life. Have you started anything new that required you to be a beginner? Perhaps you studied HR at university and every course required you to learn something new. Or maybe you moved to a new place to study and you had to navigate places to shop, eat, and live. And maybe you are starting a new job or in a new organization. And there you have to learn new systems, new people, and what your role will be. The COVID-19 pandemic alone has forced many of us to learn new ways of doing our jobs. I never imagined having to teach my university courses in a virtual format, and it has required me to be a beginner again in a job that I was pretty comfortable with. But this is not necessarily a bad thing. I've embraced the need to learn a new way of delivering course materials and engaging with my students, It's allowed me to be creative and to look at my courses with fresh eyes. And in the end, I think I'm a better teacher for it. Many of you are in the same boat. You're starting new roles in HR, and you truly are a beginner in the organization, in your specific role, and in your career. This might feel overwhelming and probably a little bit daunting, you might feel like you should know more or be able to quote unquote hit the ground running. But before you start putting a ton of pressure on yourself, I wanted to share some of the benefits of being in this beginner space so that you can leverage and learn instead of panicking at this exciting place in your career. Because believe it or not, being a beginner and adopting a beginner's mindset can have huge benefits throughout your career, regardless of how much experience or knowledge you have. So rather than fearing being in this place or wishing it to be over quickly, I want you to see the true value of being a beginner and how adopting a beginner's mindset at any point in your career can be good for your growth, for your performance, and for your organization. So let's get started. Welcome to the HR Mentor Podcast, the podcast for emerging HR practitioners to get practical advice, tools, and strategies to build credibility, confidence, and ultimately a fulfilling HR career. I have been running for just under 20 years. I've run multiple half marathons and three full marathons, and it's truly something that I love doing. Not only is it great cardio and fun to do with my running friends, but it's also a huge stress reliever for me. When I run, I tend to let go of so much stuff, and I also have the most creative ideas. I often say that I wish I could have someone recording my thoughts when I run because When I go for longer distances, I'll often forget the great plans I made at the beginning. But like many of you, I have lacked consistency with my running and fitness over the past year. Usually I have a running weekend or two planned with a race to train for, and that keeps me motivated and on the road. But of course, that didn't happen this last year, and nothing is planned for the near future. So needless to say, I lacked the inspiration to put on my shoes and get out there most days. But about three weeks ago, one of my close running buddies, who's often my accountability partner for workouts, suggested that we undertake this 30-day running workout program. It combines a short exercise program with weights each day, and then a running workout of approximately 20 minutes. My first reaction was, nah, I know how to run. I can easily run a 5K, which is the goal of this program, and I was already doing my regular home workouts, but I needed some motivation to get back on the road, so I changed my mind and said, what the heck, we'll do it. Now, like many people, I didn't have a lot of coaching when I was learning how to run a race. I had a great community with people who had been running for a long time and they helped me learn to achieve various distances. They also taught me the basic technique and how to handle different running challenges like long hills, bad weather and fueling myself through longer runs. But it has been years since I've had someone coaching me on a run. In this new program on each of the running workouts, the virtual coach takes you back to basics, looking at your form, your breathing, and your pace. Now, at first, it felt really strange for me, but I listened to her cues, followed the workouts to the letter, and stayed consistent with the weight training. I realized that my form had become quite sloppy. My breathing wasn't as efficient as it could be, and that running the same tempo and pace all the time was not helping me get better at running. I was plodding along and doing it in a very inefficient way. So over the last few weeks, I have become a beginning runner all over again. And you know what? My running is improving dramatically. Last weekend, I decided to do one of my normal short runs without the coach to see what my fatigue and pacing would be like. And lo and behold, I ran at a much faster pace and I recovered from my run more easily. It was amazing. Just a few weeks of being a beginner again reminded me of all the foundational pieces I had forgotten. It got me back on track with some consistency, which I really needed. It felt amazing to look at my running tracker and see how much faster I was than three weeks ago. This made me think about other places in my life where I am a beginner and how I can benefit from a beginner perspective or approach to get better results. After a bit of pondering and some research into beginner mindset, yes, there really is such a thing, I realized that there are some distinct benefits to being a beginner, especially in a new HR role. I came up with four that I wanted to share with you today. The first benefit that I see for becoming a beginner or embracing being a beginner is that you have a fresh perspective on everything. The second one is that you have the freedom to make mistakes and generally a lot less fear of doing so. The third is that this is a really exciting and energizing experience, and that can lead to a lot of creativity. And number four, when you're a beginner, you are much better at building relationships, and we know how important they are in your HR role. So let's talk about beginner's mindset and then get into each of those four a little more deeply. The beginner's mindset, also called Shoshin, was first articulated by Shunru Suzuki, a Zen monk who wrote the book, Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind. It is articulated as, and I quote, having an attitude of openness, eagerness, and lack of preconceptions when studying a subject even when studying at an advanced level, just as a beginner in that subject would. Suzuki opens the book with this statement, In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities. In the expert's mind, there are few. I love that. Because I believe what he means is that when we clear our mind of what we know or think we know, and approach the world from a perspective of curiosity and interest and excitement rather than mastery, we will not only be open to many possibilities, but we'll also have a better overall experience. Now, admittedly, I've not read Suzuki's book, but I will definitely be adding it to my list for this summer. So how does this apply to you in your HR role? Well, if you're a new HR practitioner or in a new role, adopting this mindset is probably fairly easy because everything is relatively new to you. But this newness may also come with a certain level of anxiety, and you may put expectations on yourself to show your new employer how much you know and what you can do. You may also feel bad at this stage when you don't know how to do something or how to approach something. As difficult as it may be, I'm going to encourage you to embrace this period of time as the new person and try to suspend your high expectations of yourself, because these benefits can be incredible to both you and your new employer. So let's talk about each one. The first benefit is that you have a fresh perspective on everything. When you're first starting in a new role or a new organization, you will likely engage in a lot of observing, listening, and asking questions. This is a good thing. We definitely don't want to be charging into any new role telling people how things should be done, and that goes for any stage of your career, in my opinion. This is a time to soak everything and everyone in. It's a really good time to make note of what you're observing and the challenges your department, client groups, leaders, and stakeholders are experiencing. And because you don't have the constraints of this is how things have always been done, one of my most despised phrases, you're able to see possible solutions to those problems or better ways of doing things. When people spend a lot of time focusing their thinking on one problem in one system, they tend to have trouble seeing other possibilities or other solutions. Yet to someone with a fresh perspective, there could be multiple solutions or opportunities. Even if you've never worked in an HR role before this one, you have experience. You may have worked in very different industries. You may have been raised in a very different culture. You may have lived in a different place. And you certainly have engaged with different people who have different perspectives. So you are just naturally going to see things differently. Now, I know that each time I started a new HR role in a new organization, I saw things very differently than the people that had been there for years. And it was something many of my HR leaders appreciated I had no idea how things had always been done, so I could see a lot of opportunities rather than constraints. Now the most important thing to do when you're gaining these insights is to make note of them. You may not want to share all of them in the moment you recognize them, but perhaps during a one-on-one with your manager or leader, or if you're in a meeting and you're asked for your feedback or opinion, don't be afraid to share your ideas and thoughts. If you deliver the message in the right way, I'm sure it will be well received. For example, instead of saying, we should do this and that, you could say, I noticed this. Have you ever considered trying it this way? You could even go further and say, I'm sure you've already probably thought of this, but I would be remiss not to share an idea just in case. I wonder if doing this and that would work better. Even if they don't take your suggestion the first time, it will probably challenge their thinking and establish you as a valuable contributing member. And that's a really good thing. Now, if you're more established in your HR role, you may suffer from the systems and ingrained ways of thinking in your organization. That's normal too. In this case, you can still benefit from the beginner's perspective by challenging your own thinking or the thinking of those you work with. Next time you're faced with a problem or a challenge, maybe ask yourself, if I didn't know all these policies or practices in this organization, what solution would I propose here? Or another way to frame it for yourself is to say, if there were no restrictions on how we solve this problem, what would I suggest? and then start to work with those ideas. This also illustrates why it's so important to have diversity within your team and organization, because people with different perspectives can challenge our thinking and bring new ideas. And beginners are excellent at seeing the world through fresh eyes. The second benefit is that you have the freedom to make mistakes and a little less fear about it. Your leaders and manager expect you to be learning in a new role and not getting it right or perfect. This is the whole point of probationary periods and on the job training. Even if you have experience in a specific role, you don't know the organization, the people or the practices. So this is the time to try new things and approaches. There will never be another time when people are more forgiving of you than when you're new and learning so use this opportunity. You are also new in this organization and no one really knows who or how you were in the previous place. So you also have a chance to start fresh and establish your work personality. Decide how you want to be seen in the organization and embrace that fully. For example, if you were really shy in your last workplace and never spoke up, but that always felt uncomfortable for you, Now you have a chance to be a little more outgoing and share your ideas more. Trust me, no one's going to say what's gotten into you because they don't know any differently. And when you're new, it's a time to experiment, try things and learn as much as you can. I also recommend you ask for lots of feedback, but do so without fear. Again, no one expects you to know everything or to be able to do everything when you first start. The third benefit of being a beginner is that this is a really fun, energizing, and exciting time. For most of us, starting something new is thrilling, and it fills us with a sense of optimism. When you're a beginner, you are usually more eager and full of those good-feeling endorphins. This is the time in your career where you jump out of bed each day, fueled by the excitement of what the day has in store for you. The additional benefit of this energy is that it also fuels your creativity. When our body is producing those good feeling hormones, our brain is stimulated and the new ideas seem to flood in. That's why I do my best thinking when I run. The running releases the hormone and new and creative ideas come to the surface. It's actually pretty cool. Yes, for many of us, the idea of being a beginner can be nerve-wracking. But if you can focus your thoughts on the opportunity you've been presented, the chances you have to learn and contribute, and you abandon your preconceived notions, I think you'll find that this is a predominantly positive and fun experience for you. So keep a spot close by to jot down all your great ideas while you're still in beginner mode. And that excitement is going to result in a lot of creativity. Now again, if you are more experienced and feeling a little bit blah about things, try shifting to beginner brain to help boost your sense of excitement and interest at work. One way you can do this is to start asking more questions. Be really curious about the organization and your department. You could also go back and look at a project you completed and ask yourself, if I could start this over again, how would I approach it? or get a coworker, trusted colleague to take a look at it and brainstorm new ways to approach the problem. You could also go to someone in your department or your HR leader and ask them if they have a project they may want some help with. If it's new to you, it'll be pretty easy for you to get in that beginner mindset. I'm not suggesting you do this just to make more work for yourself. I know you probably already have a lot on your plate. But by reigniting your passion for your work, you may find new and interesting ways to address problems or revamp things you've already developed to make them more efficient and effective. And that's going to benefit everyone. The fourth and final benefit of being a beginner is that you tend to be better at building relationships. Let's face it, over time, many relationships can get stale and in some circumstances, boring. And this usually happens when we're no longer curious about someone or we don't have any shared interests or things to talk about. But think about how a new relationship feels. It's exciting and engaging and fun. When you don't know a lot about people, you ask a lot of questions. You discover things. You share things about yourself and you give and receive more equally. Relationships are so important to success in an HR role, and there is no better time to establish great ones than when you are a beginner. Because you don't know anyone and they don't know you, you are likely naturally curious about who they are, what they do, how they got to where they are and what challenges they're facing. And this is a great foundation for building trust and a collaborative working relationship. When you first start in your role, the people you work with likely don't expect you to be able to swoop in and solve things. But you can take this time of getting to know each other to really focus on building a solid foundation for the future. When organization leaders trust you and feel like they know who you are, they're more likely to seek your advice, your guidance, and support. And in the long run, that will help you have the impact you desire in your organization and throughout your career. Relationships at work are important no matter where you are in your HR journey. So if you've been working somewhere for a while and feel like you haven't connected with many colleagues, which is quite likely in this work from home world, reach out and ask them how they are. Ask them what they're challenged by right now and share what's going on for you. Maybe you can help each other out. Although being a beginner helps you hone your relationship-building skills, they're instrumental throughout your career. So never stop being a newbie with the people you work with. Plus, it's way more fun that way. Okay, let's summarize. Being a beginner can be a scary prospect when it comes to landing your first HR role or a new role. But there are distinct benefits you can embrace. They are, number one, you have a fresh perspective on everything. Number two, you have the freedom to make mistakes and less fear about that. Number three, it's an exciting and energizing experience and time. And number four, you are much better at building relationships when people are new to you. So this week, I want you to try and shift to a beginner's mindset and reap some of those benefits. And if all else fails, channel your inner five-year-old And look at the world through their eyes. And in the meantime, I'm going to go for a run. As always, thank you so much for listening to the HR Mentor podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to catch the show notes, you can find them at www.unicorngroup.ca forward slash episode 28. As always, I'm so grateful you decided to spend a little bit of time today listening to this episode. If you love the HR Mentor Podcast, I would love it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. And if you're an emerging HR practitioner, meaning in the first five years of your HR career, I really encourage you to join the HR Career Cafe on LinkedIn. You can search for our group there, or you can find a link in the show notes to this episode. It's meant to be a supportive, encouraging place for those of you that are just getting started on your HR journey. I'd love to see you there. Thanks again for listening. Take care. Bye for now.